Stacy Bratzel and Daryl McIntyre on 6:30 Chat, supported by Abe's Door Service, with 24/7 emergency service where you speak to an actual person. Visit abesdoor.ca. Good morning, everyone. It is 7.06. Seeing a lot of poppies being worn on uh, jackets and shirts and blazers and suits. Uh, it is the time of year. And just earlier this um, in this in this show, we were talking about Christmas music and everyone's saying, hold off. we got to honour Remembrance Day. And of course, we need to honour our veterans. Uh, and no other... Um, ceremony does it kind of like no stone left alone. No, it's an, it's an, and it started here in Edmonton, and it's just it's a fascinating program that really seems to have grown considerably, uh, because this is now the thirteenth year, and it's become a big part of Remembrance Day. Yeah, uh, the I Remembrance Day in, season, if you want to call it that, here it in involves Edmonton, kids. Yeah, right? and it doesn't, and remembering sacrifices from long before they were ever born. It's an education thing as well. So today. Uh, more than 300 students are going to lay poppies on the headstones of veterans in Edmonton. It has become an international event, but yes, mm-hmm. it started right here. Yeah, we've got the founder, Maureen Bianchini Purvis, and Vice Chairman Randall Purvis joining us now on the line. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. So, Maureen, I know a, a lot of people know No Stone Left Alone, but tell us how it started. It was a promise that I've kept to my mother. She was a World War II veteran, and um, she passed away when I was 12. And just before she did, she asked me to not forget her on Armistice Day. And and so, what did? How did that hit you at that at that time? And how did you? How did that manifest into this? Um, at the time, uh, I would I, the first the first November, I guess she passed away August 31st. And that first November, I took my poppy and went out to the cemetery where she rests in the field of honor at Beachmount. And I placed my poppy there, and I did that continually since then um, with my children, with my husband, as time went on. And then it was one of our youngest daughters that said, Mom, how come they all don't get one? And then that Mm. started the movement. Are you surprised at how big it's gotten? Uh, yes, I am very much. Um, it's it's quite amazing. It's all been um, grassroots. We've never solicited any any site, anyone, and it just continues and to grow. We'll be over 225 this year across the country and internationally. And, and when we say grow, is it just going into other cities and other places, or have you? Is, is yes, there an it's expansion? all kinds of cities and towns and provinces. And we're in the Netherlands. We're in. France, we're in, um, we were in Belgium visiting, and Belgium was of great support in Flanders Field. And the big one this year for us, um, which has taken me four years to complete and organize, was Arlington National Cemetery. Hmm. Wow. In the uh, United States. Yeah, and the poppies are not part of a tradition in the U.S., but you can see that maybe that's an inroad that would start rather quickly. Uh, Randall, right, right. Randall, how, how important has it been to, to support and be part of this for you as well? Uh, do you have a similar story or background, or, or is this partially through Maureen? Well, it's 100% <laughs> through Maureen. No, it's, uh, I've been honored to be a part of it. You know, there's several associations that you develop over the years. What we find, too, is the Canadian Armed Forces at 
almost every level are these are inspired uh, men and women that have committed to this service and we've we've got wonderful relationship with actually members of the Canadian Armed Forces that are positioned all over the world that's one of the wonderful benefits and they really appreciate what we're doing so they when they come to the Canadian Armed Forces they actually feel that they're going to be remembered because a student mm-hmm. will place a poppy on a headstone of relatives friends and family they feel that uh, No Stone Left Alone has real value, and we're connecting the next generation to the service and, and sacrifice of the Canadian Armed Forces. Tell us about some of the international events that you've been a, that you've been a part of, and what that means, and and how um, um, you know this started in Canada, and, and now it's you know being done in in France, like Maureen said. I know in in Poland as well. Yeah, we have this wonderful school in in Krakow, Poland, uh, School 58, and I think this is their sixth or sixth or seventh year, and it is special. Uh, we have a wonderful, wonderful relationship with that school, and this year, because of the conflict in the Ukraine, there's actually Ukrainian students singing "O Canada" at a Commonwealth War Graves cemetery and honoring 15 Canadian soldiers and 285 Allied soldiers, and that means so much to us and we also asked them to write reflection letters and and now they're coming in French and and from Poland we mostly just get pictures of how it makes them feel but it's the reflection letters that we get from these children that tell us that they're connecting in a very different way to remembrance because of what No Stone Left Alone does. Uh, Maureen, explain to me how you you find the students or choose the students who are going to come out and, and put the poppies down. Uh, does that number continue to grow? Do you get more sort of schools involved? What's the situation with the local kids? Oh, it's wonderful. We, we get many, many requests um, locally here. Years ago, when we first filled each cemetery here, we thought... This is wonderful, but now we actually have waiting lists on certain cemeteries and cemeteries that will host three or four different school events over the next 10 days at the same cemetery. So many children get the experience. So uh, today's ceremony, and it's going to be uh, later this morning, uh, it's at Beachmount, but there are other cemeteries across the city where different kinds of events will also take place. But This is the official kickoff. Is that how it works? The official kickoff, which is actually tomorrow morning, oh, tomorrow morning which sorry. is Beachmount, um, and they will continue right up until the 11th. We have every every location covered in Edmonton and the surrounding area. You must be really proud of this. <laughs> you know, I, I'm 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 humbled and I'm extremely proud, and I just really believe that uh, the spirit of my mom and dad, who both served. Um, have a role in this somehow of <laughs> this ball that keeps rolling. Uh, well, it's pretty amazing, and and th- there is a way to share. So people can come to Beachmount tomorrow for the official, or you can also watch it. You have it. You have you have it streaming as well. Yes, this is exciting for us. This is the first year we're pr- producing it with Production World, um, and we've changed the program a bit, and we're quite excited. Um, uh, to have this this opportunity to have it live streamed and give the kids and our our sort of supporters and volunteers out there more of a creative role in in how the show unfolds. So I'm very excited about this one. Can can I ask one more question of both of you? And I don't know if you all have the same answer, but I'm curious. Once you've gone through all of this and you start, as I said, tomorrow, so it's the second of November. 
By the time you get to November 11th, Remembrance Day, what do you do? What do you think about on that day? Is it still no stone left alone and all that's good? Or does that get reserved for something different? Uh, Randall, maybe I'll let you go first, Randall. Well, we always go to the cemetery. We always go to her parents' headstones, and we we stand there and we respect uh, just all the things that we've done and all the things that we've accomplished. But one of the observations that we have is when we go to Beach Mount on November 11th, even the cemetery director has said there's there are way more people coming to the cemeteries, hanging around, going through the fields of honor. We have created this unique uh, position in the marketplace where people are actually out there, and they have, it's notably very busy on November 11th. And it's not even husbands, uh, families of the fallen. It's just people are, that are interested in what we've done. It, it's quite a, quite amazing, actually. And Maureen, what goes through your head on November 11th? I think for the 11th, for me, like Randall said, it's important to be back out there, which I did every year. Um, But I go back to that child I was, I guess, when I stand at their headstones that day. I remember how important it was to them um, and their service and how they really, really, really were so proud of serving Canada and they were so proud of the country we have. And so as a young girl, when I used to watch the big show from Ottawa, which we still do, um, I think the 11 takes me back to the beginning when I, that one little poppy of mine was just out at that cemetery. Now there will be hundreds. Thank you so much for all that you've done, both of you. Thank you. And please, uh, please go to nostoneleftalone.ca <laughs> and you'll find out almost all you need to know about No Stone Left Alone. I was just about to say that, Randall. Perfect. <laughs> Sorry. No, oh my goodness. No, it's better in your voice than mine. Thank you so much. And of course, you can watch the live stream at nostoneleftalone.ca. Randall Purvis and Maureen Biancani um, uh, Purvis joining us, the co-founders of No Stone Left Alone, which is now an international yeah, no, it's a, event. It's extraordinary. And it is, and it is when you get children and recognizing generations years before they were anywhere close to this planet and understanding that educate that connection mm-hmm. that connection is so important to so many veterans and we're not only talking back to the second world war there are obviously veterans to be connected with uh, in many years following as well so uh no stone left alone.ca if you want to check out the uh, the stream tomorrow but also beach mount ceremony is where it'll be uh, cemetery rather is where the ceremony will be taking place uh 10 30 tomorrow morning by the way uh, and all the dignitaries coming. The premier is going uh, to be sure. there. The lieutenant governor is going to be there. Uh, and, of course, uh, Randall and Maureen as well. We're going to take a bit of a break on this morning on 630 Chad. We're back after this. This morning with Stacy Bratzel and Daryl McIntyre on 6:30 Chat is brought to you by Abe's Door Service, where service is their specialty. Visit abesdoor.ca. Coming up on 7:19 here on the all new This Morning with Stacy Bratzel and Daryl McIntyre. It is still new.
It's mm-hmm. barely over a month old. Mm-hmm. So that's still new. Brand spanking. Uh, Lauren jumped in on the text line just talking about the No Stone Left Alone, just what a great tribute that is. And absolutely, Lauren, I agree. Although, you know, your previous post it does have me wondering about some of your elements of judgment. As he mentioned, that leftover meatloaf is angry this morning. <laughs> I was ranting a little bit about what I don't want to talk about today. I don't want it. So he's, yeah. And one of them being Taylor Swift. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, well. Well, a lot of Swifties at the doors yesterday. I saw a couple, said, uh, including my own daughter, oh, dressed up as, as Taylor Swift. Was there an era Halloween? of, like, uh, how do you just, you could, uh, what what era of Taylor Swift do you dress up as? It, it was the love story video outfit. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what, what era. What does that look Sarah, like? What's, what is it? Fearless. 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 Yes, yeah. the fearless era, Daryl. And what, so what what would that look like? So she's in a video. Is it a dress and blonde hair? Uh, what? No, no, no. She had a T-shirt that she made. It's called Junior Jewels, <laughs> and it was all autographed by her friends. Wow. And she has geeky little glasses. She's communicating. Oh, that's with from the... You Belong With Me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, sorry. They... You Belong With Me. Is that from Fearless? Yeah, still from Fearless, okay, but different song. It's just yeah. Mm, okay, they the, all, the, mm, maybe they all run together for me. <laughs> it's always good having our Taylor Swift musicologist uh, Sarah Fox handy just <laughs> to keep us on the straight and narrow on all things uh, Swifty. But you had a blast last I night. I had the best Halloween ever. Like, well, what is the best Halloween ever? I don't know. When parents are just. Candy dispensers at doors. Hey, Pez. They, they actually get involved. A couple of years ago with COVID, uh, we don't have railings because you know how you couldn't get near the kids during COVID. So my husband rigged up the leaf blower and we were like shooting candy out of a tube. It was really cool. That was really fun. But yesterday was super fun. So I just left a bowl out on um, my steps and I went to my friend's house because I was dropping my kid off there because they were going to go trick-or-treating. And I can't believe how many people were in this neighborhood. So my neighborhood's about 30 years old. I think we had, I don't know, a couple dozen, maybe. Maybe. There were hundreds of people in her newer neighborhood in St. Albert, in Erin Ridge. And I'm like, wow. They, they, you had to drive really slow because they were crossing the street all over the place. Um, but my uh, friend's husband is a musician, so he spent, he set out a speaker uh, on the front. Hidden. Um, Hidden, hidden, because he has this creepy mannequin there, and uh, it's sort of distorted and spooky. And he set up a microphone inside, and he was peeking through the blinds, and you know, giving a customized Halloween uh, greeting to everybody. Greeting. It was. (laughs) Why would you knock? It's Halloween apples or trick or treats. Why would you not? Yeah, so you could you could um, you could say whatever you want, and they just their faces, their massive eyes, they were freaked out. And then they ran out of candy, and I took over the microphone. So th- there was still candy, but they were running out. Let's, yes. let's be clear. So there was not a rampage or riots in the streets on these hundreds of children <laughs> who were not getting candy. No. But they knew they had to go get more, and they had someone who loves a microphone ready to take over. Oh yeah, so the, the, the SpongeBob SquarePants costume would come up, and um, uh, and then I'd be like, 
he lives in the pineapple under the sea, SpongeBob SquarePants. And they'd be like, how do they see me? Where is this happening? Why and, do they know the song? Uh, yeah, exactly. And then, you know, Ninja Turtles. And then I did do my, I did channel my Moira Rose. A turtle does a pet not make. Uh, <laughs> no, they so wouldn't have got that they one. They totally the wouldn't have got that. No. But the parents, parents were, got it, though. The parents were laughing. And then towards the end, I was, I was pulling my mom. And your mom loves you. Make sure you hug your mom tonight. That would be the scariest thing is having another mom voice yelling at you. Stop sending one word texts to your mom. Elaborate on your day when she asks you about it. How was your day? Good. How was school? Fine. Did you have fun? Yep. Yeah. So anyway, I'm totally hooking that up in my house. I don't know if I can have the same setup, but... I think you should do that for any time of the year. And that way, if you know if you're having visitors come over, you can just sit back and wait for them to arrive and then scare the bejeebus out of them. Oh, there were some kids that refused to come to the door. I'm like, the brave will be rewarded. Was that when you were talking or when your friend was talking? Both. <laughs> oh. Oh, yeah. There right. were some really freaked out kids, awesome. but the, the parents were just laughing. How fun. Yeah, don't, don't cross the grass. Tell your mom you love her. Yep. Mm-hmm. Ridiculous. Appreciate awesome. your parents. <laughs> really? <laughs> now we're coming back to the woman who handed out pencils and erasers for Halloween. I had some leftover erasers I found. I put those in the, in the I, bowl, too. I did have one. did not. I totally did. I had I, supper with Milo last night, and nope. I said to him across the table, I said, wouldn't it be cool if someone didn't give you candy, but they gave you a pencil instead? And he said, No. Well, he's young yet. No. <laughs> he does, he, no, well, you don't have to be young to know that. Don't worry, Milo. You'll write down some stuff you want to erase. You'll figure that out when you get older. Uh, chopper <laughs> traffic time. Oh, I'm going to say that at the mic next time. <laughs> Regrets, you'll have a few. <laughs> then again, no, not too few to mention. There'll be more than a few.